Hello, my name is Rebecca Hett, and I'm part of the Tax, Retirement, and Estate Planning team at CI Global Asset Management. Today, I'm going to talk to you about transferring a U.S.-based re retirement plan to Canada. Now, U.S.-based retirement plans include foreign pension plans, such as the 401k, and foreign retirement arrangements, such as the Individual Retirement Account, the IRA. You may have one of these plans because you have worked in the United States or you inherited a plan on the death of your spouse or received a portion of a former spouse's plan via property settlement, perhaps on relationship breakdown. There's also the Roth IRA, which is equivalent to the Canadian TFSA. And I'll note off the top, there's no ability to transfer a Roth IRA to a TFSA and vice versa. Today's focus will be on transferring a 401k or an IRA to a Canadian RSP on a tax neutral basis. And we talk about tax neutral, that in part means tax deferral. And the question is, do I need to transfer my plan to Canada to maintain tax deferral? And the answer is no. Both the ITA, the Income Tax Act, and the Canada-US Treaty provide for continued tax deferral of US-based retirement plans for plan holders living in Canada just the same as if the plan holder were living in the United States. Now, in the case of a 401k, um, there is an election that is required to be filed to defer the tax. The IRA does not carry this requirement that deferral is automatic. There is also an election to be filed in the case of the Roth IRA, but in all three cases, tax deferral is possible by just leaving the plan in the United States. So if that is the case, then why might I still be thinking about moving my plan to Canada if I don't need to do it to maintain the tax deferral. And I would say three reasons broadly, of course, the opportunity to consolidate investment management and advisory requirements to Canada can simplify your affairs, save money on professional fees and really bring peace of mind potentially. There's also this opportunity to mitigate currency risk and the impact of any investment restrictions that you might uh, face if you had left the account in the United States. And also, U.S.-based retirement plans are considered U.S. CITUS assets for U.S. estate tax purposes, which is different than income tax purposes. And as Canadians, we can get caught in that U.S. estate tax net if we hold U.S. CITUS property on our death over certain threshold amounts. So if we want to uh, mitigate exposure to that uh, tax regime, then we want to be watching the value of our U.S. CITUS assets. So say I've decided to transfer my US-based plan to my RSP, what does this start to look like? The ITA, the Tax Act, does contain special provisions that allows Canadians to transfer the plan to the RSP, tax deferred and without requiring RSP contribution room, provided certain conditions are met. Number one, the transfer has to be a lump sum. Number two, in the case of the 401k, the contributions to that plan in the first place related to a time where, um, you know, they're in respect of services rendered by yourself, your spouse, or your former spouse while resident in the United States. But when you go to bring that plan up to Canada on RSP transfer, you have to be Canadian resident. The amount 
of the transfer is fully taxable in Canada, and then there's this offsetting deduction for the amount actually transferred to the RSP, and the transfer to the RSP is only to an RSP. It cannot be to a spousal RSP. So diving a little deeper, what are the steps involved in the transaction, in the transfer. Number one, again, you're making that lump sum withdrawal from your US-based retirement plan. The withdrawal is subject to 30% US non-resident withholding tax. That's your only taxable transaction in the US for the year, and there are no early withdrawal penalties that apply. Um, you're not required to file that U.S. tax return, that 1040NR, which is the equivalent of the Canadian T1, and your withholding tax at source will satisfy your U.S. filing requirement. However, if you are under the age of 59 and a half on plan withdrawal, you can be subject to a 10% non-refundable early withdrawal penalty. The U.S. plan administrator is not responsible to withhold this penalty. You must file that 1040NR to calculate and remit the penalty to the IRS. Step number two. So you've got the U.S. piece aside. Now you're going to contribute the, the Canadian dollar equivalent of that gross lump sum withdrawal to your RRSP. The Canadian dollar equivalent is calculated based on the exchange rate in effect on the date of the withdrawal, and the contribution has to be made according to normal RSP contribution deadlines, which is during the year of the transaction or 60 days after the end of the particular year. And step number three, you're reporting the Canadian dollar equivalent as income on your Canadian T1 and the related deductible RSP contribution as a transfer on your Canadian T1. You can then offset your overall Canadian tax liability for the year by claiming a foreign tax credit in respect of that U.S. tax withheld at source and an early withdrawal penalty if it applied in your case. Now, the CRA does require a copy of the U.S. tax return where it was filed before allowing the foreign tax credit. So you want to make sure that that is available when you go to file your Canadian T1. If it is not and you want to claim that foreign tax credit, you might have to file a T1 adjust to the Canadian T1 once that source information uh, is made available uh, across the border. Now, some people think, because we're familiar with the 15% treaty rates that apply to pension income, which includes payments from a 401k or an IRA, but that lower rate that's available under the Canada-US treaty is available only to periodic payments. So we might think, hey, that's great. I'm just going to pull periodic payments from my US uh, based retirement plan, and then I'm going to transfer that into my RSP. So I'm not going to be concerned with the big 30% withholding uh, rate. And so I don't have to come up with as much additional cash in order to make this tax neutral. But on the Canadian side, we say, no, sorry, that's not possible. The only way that we can allow this transaction to occur on a tax neutral basis is if it were to come from the US in a lump sum. So periodic payments um, and then transferring in them into the RSP do require contribution room. Also, if you inherited the plan from anyone other than your spouse, any lump sum transfer to your RSP will require 
RSP contribution room. So a couple of things to be thinking about. So really then, how is this strategy tax neutral? It sounds like it's taxable all over the place. Um, and so yes, so let's go through it in some finer detail. The US source withholding and potentially that early withdrawal penalty does mean that only a portion of the initial lump sum withdrawal is available for RSP contribution in the year of transfer. Therefore, to transfer the full pre-tax amount, you need funds from other sources to top up the RSP contribution by the amount of those early withdrawal penalties if they applied and any tax withheld at source. Further, though the withholding and the penalties may be claimed as a foreign tax credit when filing your Canadian income tax return, you need to have sufficient Canadian income tax liability from other income sources to be able to utilize that foreign tax credit that is generated by the withdrawal in the first place. Neither the deduction room that is created by the transfer nor the foreign tax credit generated uh, by the same transaction um, can be carried forward. You have to sort of deal with everything in the year of transfer. So if the requirements for tax neutral transfer are not possible to meet now, you might consider holding off certainly any withdrawal. Uh, wait till after age 59 and a half to avoid early withdrawal penalties. Consider spreading the transfer over more than one year or triggering sufficient income in the year of transfer potentially through capital gain realization or other means to make sure that you can absorb or utilize that foreign tax credit. Um, one other consideration, if you've already rolled um, the, the plan into an annuity or otherwise withdrawing from the plan, it can't be transferred to the RSP. It has to be done in, in earlier years. So in summary, I would just say it's important to consider all alternatives and implications of transferring these US-based plans to a Canadian RSP. The plans themselves um, may be subject to certain stipulations and restrictions unique to the plan, so certainly um, everything needs to be considered ahead of the transfer. And always, 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 clients should be speaking with their investment advisors and their tax advisors to see if this strategy is right for them. Thank you for your time today, and should you have any questions or um, be seeking information, tax retirement or estate planning related, visit ci.com and check advisor resources. Myself and my team, we are happy to help at any time. You can also contact your CI sales representative for more information. Thank you. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice, or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment.